Okay. <laughs> it's working. Did you see the mock-up? I don't know if actually, I don't know if it's a mock-up of the uh, of what the PlayStation 5 is going to look like. No, not the latest one because, you know, people have been sharing fake uh, mock-ups for years. No, this one's like what it's actually going to look like. Hold on. Is this it? Actually, now I'm confused. <laughs> Hold on. I got to find a legit one. Anyway, <clears throat> um, before we go any further, before we go any further, let's talk about what we have going on here for beers tonight. Mm-hmm. So is, is it currently? It is currently. Currently uh, American Craft Beer Week. Right. Right? Right. And uh, to celebrate, Obi, he made a uh, socially conscious, uh, health health conscientious trip to um, a local bar here, Red Light, Red Light. <laughs> you wore you wore your mask, right? I did, yeah. I did. And and of and and you hand sanitized, oh. getting in the car, getting out of the car. I practiced social distancing. Distancing. So. Tell us, tell us, just inform the people what the fuck is going on. Right. So our friends at Red Light, Red Light um, have this pretty fun promo going on today uh, for American Craft Beer Week. I'm not sure if they're going to keep doing it throughout the week, but keep an eye out on their social media because that's where I saw it. Right. On their Instagram. Right. Uh, but they have this fun little idea that is going to be fun for our show, too, um, where it's a it's a mystery pack of four beers. It looks like there's a couple of tall boys and a couple of regular beer cans. So, uh, we got a lot of beer to review, uh, and we have no idea what it is. So, you're going to be discovering it as we discover as, it, too. Right. So, we're all in on the mystery. Yeah. So, I mean, without further ado, let's just get into the show, okay? Uh, you're just going to... Uh... Should I do a paper unwrap instead of a <laughs> crack open? Yeah. Okay. Do it. Do it. Uh, this is the One Baron Podcast. Number one, drum roll. Ooh, this is a classic postmodern beer by Stillwater Artisanal. It is a 4.5% ABV, uh, and that's all it says in the can, so that's all we have to go by. <laughs> uh, there's a man with an eye patch. All uh, right. A Dapper Dan. Look at him. Pretty fucking dope. Yeah. So I don't know what style of beer this is but uh it seems pretty light 4.5 percent uh we have some cups here to actually look at the beer as we drink it uh, unfortunately we are an audio podcast only at this moment so we'll have to just describe it to you 
<laughs> uh, looks golden, so I'm thinking it's a little sniff. Mm. Maybe a lager or another uh, lighter German style, maybe a pilsner. Mm. It sounds smells a bit weedy, right? Yeah. Clink, drink. Okay. All right. Well, this is the One Baron Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew, well, a couple of brews, <laughs> and uh, see where those couple of brews takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, brewskies? This is episode 264. Ooh. Still trucking along. Mm-hmm. Still washing hustling our hands. and surviving. <laughs> still washing hands. Still wearing face masks. I don't even know what week of of all this I've is. I've lost track. I've been furloughed for over a month now. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Um. Here in Florida, they have started opening stuff up, as we discussed on uh, last week's episode. The uh, states reopening. Trying to, you know, still trying to figure out if it's if it's okay or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard recently that California was saying they're not going to even think about reopening the state for another, like, three months. Yep. Uh, so it's kind of scary to hear. Yeah. I, that I, <laughs> we're willing to open first. It's weird, man. It's uh, weird. I mean, I, I guess, uh, from what I remember, we got cases before California. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, it seems like a lifetime ago when this first started. I don't think so. No? I think well, you might be right. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's just uh, this is a memory I have, but uh, I'm you know I I drink beer for a living, so <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe that's a factor. Uh, being generous, but otherwise it's a little scary, a little scary that we're uh, we're hustling into reopening. But also, in a way, it, uh, um, it gives you a little bit of hope. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say because on the one hand. You know, we want to get back to normal at right. some point. Uh, and then on the other hand, it's like, I mean, why why us? Yeah. Why are we the ones, you know, and, and dude, I saw this video of this lady trying to get her red lobster. Oh, you that's, saw that that's video? gone viral. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I only I haven't been on Twitter today. Yeah. Um, other than seeing well, other than watching that video. It's covered on uh, Philip DeFranco today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeez, mm-hmm. bro, bro. Yeah. I mean, the entitlement <laughs> jumped out. Paying customers are waiting three hours. <laughs> you wait three hours on a normal Mother's Day. Right. What are you talking about? Exactly. Like what, and and, and e- e- unless they told you it would be, you know, 20, hour. 30 minutes, yeah. and then you showed up, and they were like, sorry, it's a three-hour wait. Other than that, like... I also don't care. You don't smack someone. Oh yeah, no, no. Because no. you don't have your food in time. She should have got body slammed. That's yeah, yeah. And I love. I mean, the the best part is no one says anything to this bitch trying to bust in there. I read that she wasn't even allowed in. She walked in without. Mm-hmm. She wasn't allowed in there. Yeah. They told her to get the fuck out. Yeah. And she refused. And then they finally were like, "You need to leave." Right. And they had to put hands on her. And they didn't even do anything other than push her out. Right. And she's sitting there putting her hands on people. She's smacking people. And then 
when they <laughs> finally retaliate. The classic Karen move. I'm calling the cops. And then you hear people in the background, let go of her hair. Don't do that. Let go of her hair. It's all on camera. Yeah, good. It is all on camera. Do you know how many people she saw that? She assaulted me. And, and yo, dude, that was the best part. I am calling the police. She assaulted me, and I have I have all of all these, these witnesses. Yeah. Like, yeah, bitch. We yeah, we yeah. saw it. And we saw you slap her. Yeah. I like the one guy that's like, you hit her first. <laughs> Speaking for the audience. <laughs> and there, there was one of the workers, like, he gets smacked in the face, mm-hmm. and he gets all angry, and it's yeah. like, what are you going to do? Are you going to beat the shit out of her? <laughs> he looked no, like... No, but he wanted to. <laughs> dog, he looked like if there wasn't cameras around, he mm. would have wrecked her. Ugh. Yeah, it's just a bad situation, God, man. Ugly. And I mean, I get it. People are getting frustrated, but that's... I mean, that's just... Obviously, that's no way to fucking treat people. No, that's no way to act. Think beyond yourself for a second. You know, like it. Obviously, we're all going through stuff. You know, like tempers can be high. Yeah. Uh, but just just think about it for a second. Bro, why 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 is it taking so long? Because it's Mother's Day, and also they're working like half staff. Yeah. If that. I mean, and and yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, all right, you're frustrated, but what do you think? It, do you think? You being angry is going to expedite the situation. Do you think that they're in there yes. just and you, you know why? Around? You know why? Because it's probably worked in the past. There's been yeah. some manager that's come out and gone, "I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'm so let me let get that right out for you," and then they'll yeah. expedite it for. Her. And she's used to getting that, but because we're in a pandemic, and she can't get that service, she's losing her mind. It's it's one of the things that's wrong with, um, it's it's one of the negative things that's come out of the internet is. All of these, all of these people, who think I'll just, I'm just gonna go on Yelp and I'm gonna, I'm gonna share my opinion, and then these companies going, ah, oh, fuck, right. we don't want a bunch of negative Yelp reviews, yeah, yeah, so we need to make everyone happy because one angry customer, they don't complain to corporate, they don't just keep their mouth shut and never you know go to that store again yeah they, they spread go it. right on the internet you and shouldn't go there the first thing that you go if you google that thing the first thing that pops up is all these reviews mm-hmm. of the place and yep. nine times out of ten people aren't leaving i mean a lot of people will bring uh, uh will post positive reviews too but you're gonna see overwhelmingly negative reviews yeah and you know I, I, like my mom she works at a at a um a, a, a pediatric hospital mm-hmm. and she used to run it she stepped down for a number of reasons but one of the reasons was it got to the point where if a parent was like they didn't give me flu medicine i know that my kid has the flu and they refused me mm-hmm. they go straight to google and write up a review yeah and then corporate calls and they're like hey what the fuck why what, what's going on with this mm-hmm. and then my mom has to explain to them like the kid didn't have the flu. Yeah, right. We're not right. just going to hand out medicine to people yeah. because she's going to complain about it. Well, that's that's a corporate trust issue. You know, like uh, they need to trust that their nurses and physicians are doing the right thing. They don't. They right. don't. And none of these companies do. They don't trust the people who are, are actually on the front lines of these places. They right. don't trust them anymore. And I don't even – it might, need, might not even be like a trust thing so much as it is I don't care – that you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. You need to make these people happy. Yeah. At the expense of doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Because we don't need negative reviews. Okay? So it doesn't matter. It sounds like they need a PR team. 
and a social media team because what they would what a you know a good company would do is take that ask what happened in that situation and reply to it and say hello karen uh <laughs> and you know it's a karen right hello karen uh you know we are so <coughs> sorry you had a, a are we allowed to say the k word i think so i think i think i think we pass um i don't know man uh hello k there might be some blowback on this <laughs> Well, anyway. I'll give you something to blow back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hello, Karen. I'm so sorry that you had a, a negative experience at our uh, physician care center. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, after reviewing your case, uh, unfortunately, it seems that this is what actually happened. Uh, we understand if you have any questions, please call our hotline at whatever yeah uh, we'd be more than happy to discuss this further with you it, yeah i mean it would be good to see a company do that but a lot of these companies they're just like we're sorry that that happened please come in it won't basically it won't happen again right in in corporate terms we'll give you free drugs yeah yeah but not just you know not just where my mom works but you see it all the time like look at the reviews of any place that you're potentially going to and mm -hmm. if you see any negative review you know it's funny yeah. If if you ever have the time to listen to me whine, uh, <laughs> go on Google any tattoo parlor mm. and then look at their reviews. <laughs> They're the best because it's mostly people complaining about really stupid shit. Uh -huh. But these tattoo places are run by people who are like, bring it on. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they respond in kind. Yeah. 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 Now, you see that a lot with breweries, too. There are a lot yeah. of breweries that are like, yeah, fuck you. That's not what went down. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah, it's that's that's yeah. always good. I respect the mom and pops who are holding it down online. I wish I wish there was more companies like that, man. Yeah, I wish there was more. Yeah, I mean, I it's just it's it's only it's solely because it's a money thing at the end of the day. So yeah. corporate, they have so much at stake. They have so much going on that you know they don't have the time or resources to put into having to respond to all these negative things. Instead, they'll just put a generic boilerplate. We're so sorry. Uh, please contact this PR person for more information and, you know, our sincerest apologies. Yeah, it's please just, visit it, soon. It's easier. It's just yeah. easier to not have to deal with uh, the blowback. Yeah. They don't want to get in a fight, especially a public <laughs> fight. Yeah. So I get it, but yeah. it's still shitty for the people on, on the ground. This whole thing is just, it's just bringing out the worst in people. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Any any crisis brings out the best and worst in people. I shaved my head. You did oh, shave your head. The worst in me. I'm not bald. I'm not I shaved bald. my head. I shaved my head. You understand? I know people are going to be disappointed. That's fine. Fuck I don't. Them. I don't care, yeah. yeah. I don't care. It's your head. Yeah, I just, I got to, I got frustrated but more more than just being frustrated, because I know if you listen to this show, <laughs> I, as you do, we talked at length about my hair and yeah. how my sister Lottie convinced me not to do it and why she did mm -hmm. and all these philosophical things that we discussed when it pertains to this. And at the end of the day, I just I just woke up and I just looked at my at myself in the mirror and I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done. Yeah. At Ten months. I'm done. It was a good run. Yeah, I'm good. You did what you had to do. What What was gonna change in two months? Hair doesn't grow that fast. Doesn't fa it doesn't grow fast enough? It would have grown three quarters of an inch, I think. Yeah. Like, what difference would it have made? 
I say two months because the distinction. I was waiting until my birthday, but now I'm just like I'm done with it. Yeah. So. It's all right. It's too hot. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's just okay. too hot. I couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. It's only getting hotter. So. Yeah. So more power to you. Yeah. Now you can be the only long-haired guy. Thank you. Which I know that's what you wanted. I actually like the competition a little bit. Yeah. I, I'll I'll miss that, but. It's over. It's fine. Yeah. I respect it. That's two championships to know. Good show. <laughs> you hung in there. But yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's not really, not really a quarantine haircut because I'm not exactly stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, I ha- I still have to go to work. <laughs> right. And that I'm still kind of iffy about, but you know, that's neither here nor there. I'll leave that off the show. Mm-hmm. Because I'm realizing m- more people. Then you realize, so listening to this show. <laughs> it's like we put it out for public <laughs> consumption or something. It's crazy. I know, I know. Listen, I know. I mean, the the optimal situation here is that millions of people listen to the show. Sure. But you just never think that some of those millions are people really close. You yeah. know? Yeah. I'll tell you later. But okay. Right. <laughs> Sounds like a off the mic conversation. What I'm, all I'm saying is like it's just really it's cool. It's fun. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 happy about it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 so cool to hear somebody bring up a. You know, I'll talk to some people sometimes, and they're like, "Oh, I listened to your show," and I'm like, "Really? It was awful." You didn't? Yeah, right. You didn't say anything. You didn't come, probably because it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, people will bring it up. Well, anybody who brings it up unprovoked, they're bringing it up to compliment us. Right. So, and that's that's cool. I I, I appreciate it. It's just like sometimes it comes from sources where you're like, you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> friend of a friend. Yeah. Which is always just very cool. So anyway, yeah. like you know, I I can come and go. Um, you know, and and Florida with Florida reopening, you know, very slowly. You know, um, I went and grabbed Froggers the other day because I watched the nice. fights with uh, with Eddie. And um, I went in there and there was like a, a handful of people in the bar. And yeah. I was like, are you guys open? Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're at 25% capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, well, uh, because they serve food. Yeah. Uh, they're considered a restaurant. We right. still don't have bars open. But obviously, if it's like a bar restaurant, then you're good. That's slick, dude. That's slick. Slick oh, yeah. way to get in there. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if more uh, more breweries are like... Hey, can we get a kitchen in here? Yeah. Just to open up, you know? Might as well. Yeah. Just make some fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, man. Do do whatever you got to do to <laughs> classify as a restaurant. Yeah. I'm sure it's more involved than that, but, yeah. you know. So they they were open. It's just weird. You know, you go in there and, and I don't know, it's just weird. because well, I, 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 We have friends who are going out eating right now. <sighs> right now. Hey, listen. If you guys are listening... I know it was like kind of funny on Snapchat or whatever, but I'm not happy with you. I'm not happy with you. I'm not happy with your actions. Top to bottom. I'm not happy. Yeah. I wish you guys wouldn't do the things that you do. <laughs> okay. I just want you to know that. Yeah. Be safe, people. Come on. I've talked. I've talked to people who are like not only done with this, but like think it's a. They're on the full spectrum of it's a government conspiracy. A uh, uh. what? What do they call it? A a. a a pandemic. Yes. The government put this whole thing together yep. for the the new world order. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't I don't even I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. We're just it's getting it's strange times, man. We're getting we're we're just like 
I don't I don't know. And and this person that I was talking to, they were like, well, what what do you think we should do? And I was like, I don't have a medical degree. Right. <laughs> I'm not an expert. I don't know. Yeah. What I do know is like I'm not trust. First of all, I'm not trusting politicians to make that no. decision because they don't know what the fuck they're talking no, about. No, they, uh, they're, uh, if anything, their focus is to open up earlier than we should, mm-hmm. because it's about our economics. Uh, and, and 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 believe this, politicians on both sides. I mean, this is obviously a left leaning quote unquote show, mm-hmm. but. They're fucking stupid too. Of course, of course they are. <laughs> across the across the board, every color of the political rainbow. Yeah, they're fu- they're all dumb. I don't trust any of them. No, especially in a time like this. No. Nope. Fauci for president. <laughs> anyway, let's. Uh, I just want that accent, you know. Yeah. We didn't get it with Bernie. Yeah. Got to get it with Fauci. Um. I know. I mean, we we've tried to stay away from the pandemic stuff, but I mean, you know, it's been a couple episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we, we got to address it from time to time. Yeah. I mean, and also kind of vent a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's like, Fuck. This is for us, not for you. Yeah, exactly. Okay? You don't like it? Skip twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, you've already listened to the twenty minutes. True. So you yeah. Can't, you, you can't skip. This it. is our Joe Rogan intro. We're not putting a timestamp. No. You're gonna be forced to listen to this. Sorry, I'm so sorry. But anyway, let's. Let's move along. Yeah, I I want to finish this beer. I'm not a fan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can, yeah. can we down these, boys? Let's, let's get rid of them. Ugh. All right, so I suggest we review them as we drink them because it's going to be hard to keep track, especially if there are uh, uh, differing flavors. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. What say you? Um, yeah, I mean, it. it I'm not going to say I didn't like it so much as... Uh, <sighs> probably wouldn't drink it again (laughs) yeah so it's uh uh, excuse me it was um it's like it was too bitter without any redeeming quality to it Mm -hmm. It, it's it's this aftertaste yeah that just hits you like you're uh like you're biting a rind of like a citrus fruit you know it was a bad mouthfeel yeah It, it like it 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 doesn't even have any of like any kind of redeeming quality, like a sour, for instance. I yeah. don't like sours. We mm. don't like sours, right? Yeah. For the most part. Generally. I've yeah. realized that I don't fucking like sours at all. At all? At all. Other than, I think we had one that was really good on the show uh, a couple episodes back. Mm. But other than that one, because I remember liking that one. Mm. I got these, Um, I got the Golden Monkey sours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Trash. Yeah. yeah. Trash. Did, um, did we not have that on the show? I don't uh, think so. We definitely had the original Gold Monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. not the sour one. Okay. It's trash. Anyway. <laughs> so this was like, at least with some sours, the they're flavorful enough. Mm-hmm. That it's like a redeeming quality where it's yeah, like, yeah. They, they can boost up like fruit flavors. Yeah. They add lactose to it yeah. and it becomes this milkshake sour yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Stuff like that. Like interest, it, it gets interesting. Man, she's beating the shit out of her. <laughs> We have um, UFC in the background, yeah. folks. Sorry. Um, this didn't have any of that. No. Just bitter. It's very one note. The, all the way through. Yeah. So. Rate Three. It. Three. Uh, I'm going to go just a tad below that. It's 2.5 for me. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's not the worst beer I've ever had, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I just I don't really find many redeeming qualities to it, especially being a craft beer. I expect a little bit more flavor, something. Mm. Uh, but I, I really just wasn't a fan of that that 
aftertaste of bitterness and that's it's super overpowering at the yeah. end it the one thing i'll give it is it's pretty refreshing be nice on like a beach day or something but yeah just that lingering is it like I'd, I'd rather have like a bud light honestly right um so i don't know but sorry classic postmodern beer uh still water artisanal uh not a big fan unfortunately <laughs> but we're gonna keep it moving uh let's go for one of the tall boys how about that let's do it all right Play the song! I'm just kidding. Yeah. Alright. This looks interesting. Uh, Dissolver presents another damn skull. Petite Indian Pale Ale. Uh, it is... A petite? A petite IPA. Brewed with Amarillo and Calypso hops. Holy crap, this is only 2.8% ABV. Wow. That's why it's petite. And that's probably why it's a pint. Uh, but the art looks pretty cool. All right, let's just let's just get like a that artwork is dope as fuck. Yeah, I like that. Hey, listen, let's just get enough to taste it because I don't feel like drinking. Like, <laughs> uh, a it's half, just, yeah, half it's just pint a, of, tu- of juice. A, I mean, I'd rather just drink water. It's yeah, just, that's that's a waste of time. All right, let's, I mean, beer, <clears throat> craft beer, beer. Let's just let's just for the for the beer nerds out there, craft beer is not just about the highest abv right no of course not. something like this you know they keep it low hopefully uh the the exchange is a well-crafted flavorful beer right right? a well done well balanced Mm -hmm. ipa yeah we're gonna find out in a second let's just do it all right clink drink not bad yeah yeah no yeah you get you get the ipa flavors that you're looking for um it's just very light yeah just don't i don't understand what would stop them from making that same beer at like seven percent they might they might have just a regular ipa i'm sure they do if they make a petite ipa you know the fuck wants to drink this i don't know i don't know (laughs) who is this for i don't know because it's almost non-alcoholic yeah, I mean, like, you, you take it down another, like, one and a half ABV, and it, it's, it's te- an O'Doul's. Technically, yeah. <laughs> so, sure. I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not going to kill a tall boy. No. Of, of uh, a, an O'Doul's tall boy. I'm not doing it. Can we just crush these? Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. just, I'm not doing, I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. So, we're kind of striking out on this uh, variety pack. Uh, I won't go that far because that tastes really good. It does. It does. That's that's a fair point, but it's not what we're looking for. No. So anyway, uh, very briefly, what would you say about the Dissolver Another Damn Skull Petite India Pale Ale? I would give that a three and a half. Okay. I'd bump that up a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I think that I think they did really well with the flavor. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I really like the flavor yep. a lot. Um, it's maybe not as bitter, mm. which is, I mean, we've, we've kind of gone the spectrum <laughs> of bitterness on this one right. so far. Uh, and, and I think that that would kind of give it a little more kick, you know, yep. make it a little, little, a little more bitter, mm-hmm. a little more hoppy. Um, but yeah, I think on flavor alone, I'd give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm gonna give it a three and a half too. Um, yeah, I mean it's very tasty. It's just 
I don't know. I, I, again, uh, functionally, I, I don't know why you'd want a 2.8% beer. Uh, like I, I, uh, genuinely that at that at that point i'd rather just have like a kombucha you know like yeah no i don't want it i don't want it to sound like i don't want to just come across as like alcoholics but like it just is a waste of time you know what we're here for (laughs) yeah i mean come on man all right well let's give it another go okay roll the dice all right one more time come on red light come on red light we're doing the uh red light the other regular size. Oh, from uh, Boagin's Beer Company, a local. This is the Bo Nine Citrus Pale Ale, uh, ranking up at a 6.5 ABV, uh, 41 IBU, and uh, it's brewed with water, malt, hops, yeast, and oranges, baby. All right, they went simple with it. Should I do a cold read? We haven't had cold reads. Please. Okay. <clears throat> Far from your average pale ale. This refreshing beer is brewed with the fresh orange zest and a hint of wheat. You'll find moderate bitterness without venturing into IPA territory. It's dry hopped with citra and cascade hops, which add to its fruity and flora flavor. Balanced and crisp with an excellent blend of malt and hops that make Bow 9 a perfect beer for any time of year. Cheers. All right. (sighs) Tilt your glass. Ooh, that's a nice color. Oh, it is, yeah. It's like copper. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. All right, so this is uh, generally a, a bit more up our alley. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's a local. That's that's always nice. All so. right, we're not gonna rush through the reviews though. Let's. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Let's get into some. Let's and, do it. Let's get into some. I'm always into some. <clears throat> you heard about? Uh, oh, you posted that trailer. For uh, I actually I'll I'll be completely honest with you I didn't watch oh, it. Son of a bitch. Sorry. I think they just stopped the fight. <laughs> Focus, Marco. Sorry. Ooh, they talking shit. Ooh. Oh yeah, she gonna come, she's gonna come out swinging. She's gonna beat the shit out of her. So right. she 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 was yeah uh, yeah you're right. Let me stop. <laughs> We're not doing play by play. I'm looking. Oh, this is nine minutes. No, I'm not watching this. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's too long. Uh, just uh, <laughs> uh, you want me just to explain it to you? People are gonna fall asleep. It's just very technical. Special project. Watch the stunning PlayStation Five tech demo, Lumen in the land of Nanette. Nanite. I don't know. Running in real time on Epic Games next gen Unreal Engine five. Should we uh should we pause the people and let you watch at least the, the, the actual demo? I don't I don't want to. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. I'll uh I'll watch it. Okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna just just let's let's talk about um Let's talk about your first impression. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> just How about you just interview me? Just yeah. ask me some questions. All right. Well, okay. First of all, um, let's kind of get down to the details of <sighs> what all that is. First, the Unreal Engine. Why is what is significant about the fact that they're they have this next gen Engine Five for uh, the next gen, basically? Uh, so this is this is substantial because. Um, the, uh, from what I know, this is the first real footage we've seen running on PlayStation Five. Hmm. 
uh, especially in this capacity, showing off like new tech. Um, if you watch the the trailer itself, they get really technical, uh, talking about stuff that I don't really understand, um, but seems good for developers and designers and stuff. Um, essentially, it boils down to they're able to inject like Hollywood quality uh, visuals into a video game now. So, you know, if, if you watch like Corridor Crew and stuff, and you watch this demo, I think you get a bit more out of it because you kind of understand what they're talking about with like uh, triangles and stuff and like how much they can render at a time and the amount of particle effects and all that kind of stuff. So essentially it's just like they can do a lot more now. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of like skimming through it just to kind of get a look of it. Yeah. I mean, it looks incredible. The The lighting is a is one of the big things. They focus on the lighting and the particle effects, essentially. Yeah. Are the two big things. And watching it in motion, it's incredible. It looks great. Um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought up Corridor Crew because um, anybody who wants to understand the significance of, like, these, these smaller details, they're a really good channel to watch yeah. on YouTube because they kind of, like, I, I have, I mean, I've always appreciated what graphic designers and um, special effects artists do mm-hmm. um, because I think that they have probably the hardest job now. Yeah. In Hollywood, I think before probably wasn't because we our expectations were so low that mm-hmm. anything that we saw we were like, well, that's fucking dope. Yeah. But now, I would I would say that since movies, since studios lean so heavily on special effects, yeah, and and you now you have writers who are like, oh, they'll do it in post. Yeah, and it's it's one of the most highly criticized as- oh, uh, 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 aspects of a probably movie. the most I would say. Yeah. Because you could get away with a lot, yeah. Outside of that, but as soon as your eye catches something that doesn't, doesn't look, look right, right, yeah, the the whole thing's shot, right. And so uh, I have a I've always had a huge appreciation for what mm-hmm. they do, but when you watch Corridor explain what the difference is when it comes to what's good and what's bad and mm-hmm. why what you're watching is good, mm-hmm. not just you know you can see it with your naked eye right. why it's good, but then they go into this is why mm-hmm. this is literally to your to your brain mm-hmm. why this works yeah. and why something else does how it works and why it works and how they do it which and gives you more of an appreciation for the people who do do that exactly because it's painstaking work yeah. mm-hmm. and, and usually thankless oh yeah these are behind the scenes people they're not brad pitt you know right. walking the red carpet right so yeah, can you imagine a bunch of like graphic designers and special <laughs> effects artists? I mean, there are awards for that specifically, yeah, but, yeah, it's but it's not it's not it's behind the building. Exactly. It's not under the spotlight usually. Yeah. So it's held in like a gymnasium somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And Some the, high school. And the red carpet's not long enough, like in parks and rec, it just like yeah. kind of goes halfway <laughs> yeah, out. That's all we got. Uh and so you when you put all that together you can kind of watch this clip. How about um, you fix that in post? <laughs> <laughs> you can watch this clip. And you can kind of um, they ca- they'll break down for you why it's important, but you'll kind of get a better appreciation as to why that it's such a technical technological leap. Yeah. When you because you'll look at like okay, I give an example like looking at that, looking at that clip, and then say comparing it to um, Ghost of Tsushima, right? Mm-hmm. 
we we look at it and on the uh, from uh, in first glance i don't know why words won't come out of my mouth <laughs> on first that glance that strong uh 2.8% percent really going to your head uh they kind of they look identical right yeah but it's only when you get into those little details that make mm-hmm. something realer well then on top of that i think it's important to realize when you're looking at that demo versus ghost of tsushima the, the most recent trailer or something is like the one of the best things about console video games is that over time uh the developers are forced to maximize what they can get out of that console whereas for pc it's constantly evolving there's always new technology out there and they can just keep pushing that uh that boundary but with consoles it's like you're stuck at what you got yeah make the best out of it and they do developers time and time again by the time you get to the fourth year of a console it's like they've mastered how to get as much horsepower out of that thing as they possibly can so the reason why it looks so good is because they've reached kind of that pinnacle of what that tech can do yeah but we're just barely scratching the surface with this tech demo of what can be possible with the playstation 5 yeah so that's exciting looking at what they have right now it looks amazing amazing it's absolutely beautiful but what gets me more excited from that teaser from that demo i should say of tech is like what can these guys do and ladies do in the next five years imagine yeah imagine where we're going to end up like what what we can see in that time like how it's going to develop over time somebody commented on the twitter post that the day that the game the game that we play looks as good as the trailer has finally come. Yeah. And I don't know if we're there yet, but we're pretty much, we're knocking on the doorstep for sure. For sure. And I think that, you know, it's, I mean, knocking on the doorstep, we can <laughs> hello our hands and knees and just, start please bashing. <laughs> let me in. You hear that? It sounds faint. It's weird. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, it's the, the proof's in the pudding and more times now how many how many phrases from a thousand (laughs) years ago can we keep coming up with the cat's in the bag don't look Uh, at give horse in the mouth uh, gotta throw that one in there yeah that's true uh they're gonna be making money hand over fist i'm done yeah there's no no more uh uh penny in the bush is worth two in the satchel i don't think that's how that one that's how i learned it um (laughs) But, but yeah, like it, it just shows that uh, there's a lot of trailers actually made with like in-game assets right now. So yeah. before it used to be all CG and <clears throat> you play the game and it's like, that's not what this was. Yeah. I think more more of them should just be using what you're going to be playing just, just so that you you temper people's expectations. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, recently uh, the new Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Valhalla. right? Um they got in a little bit of hot water um, because they were talking about showing off some actual gameplay footage, but it ended up just being basically cinematics. Yeah. So I guess they made the cinematics based on the actual game itself, like with in-game assets and stuff, but it's not what people were expecting. They wanted to see actual gameplay. So just a side note, but anyway, uh, based on this tech demo, uh, I mean, it looks amazing. I, anybody who's into gaming and you know obviously looking forward to the new playstation give it a look and you know tell us what you think because i think it looks really impressive and especially like i said just knowing that this is the tip of the iceberg really exciting yeah so very yeah i mean that yeah that's that's the most important thing here is like the console's not even out yet like 
Mm-hmm. Holy shit, what are they going to do? And that's not a real game. They just they whipped <laughs> up a demo. Yeah. Based on the tech that they have to play with. Lord have mercy. Sony's saying the PlayStation 5 is going to be competing with high-end PCs. Yeah. And even more exciting than that, the Xbox is more powerful than the PlayStation 5. Man. So, man, think about it. Gaming, dude. Yeah, bro. Gaming, bruh. <laughs> it's going to be... It's gonna be good. We'll we'll get the PlayStation Five in probably three years because everything slowed down because of the <laughs> pandemic. But yeah. you know we'll get there eventually. There's not the plan PS4 anyway. Hey Whatever. Man, I mean, uh, I I need I need to save up a little bit of cash anyway. So <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. So I, oh. I want to be able to buy it first day. So I wouldn't expect it. No, it's probably not happening. Mm-mm. Yeah, I got I got I got games to play. You know what I'm saying? I got games yeah. to play. Gotta gotta jump on the. Uh, Gotta 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 hit that Jedi Fallen Order. There's some DLC that came out for that. So yeah, I saw that. It's like a, an arena mode and stuff, and there's like costumes that you can get. Yeah, seems pretty cool. I'll play it before you. Um, what <laughs> gotta else? beat it first? Yeah, yeah, I know. Don't talk about. Don't don't fucking talk to me like that. Okay. Have you even touched it yet, <sighs> dude? No. Okay, but it's not because I haven't wanted to play it. All right, it's just been all this stuff, all the other stuff. Okay. My PlayStation's not even hooked up right now. Am I I, I I brought my I brought my long ass Ethernet cable over to my house over to my parents' house and my dad's like, What are you gonna do with that? And I'm like, I I, I have to hardwire to the modem. I'm not gonna play on Wi Fi. <laughs> like a like, plea. <laughs> he's like, Where I don't know where you where are you gonna put it? I'm like, I it's not gonna be in the way, man. It is a long ass cord. <laughs> it could it, it honestly could it could not wrap around the whole house, but it could do. It could do. It could get from one end of the house to the next. Where did you get that? I went on Amazon. Just found the longest cord you. I possibly didn't mean could. to. It was the only one. It's it, like twenty five feet. It was a good price. I didn't think. I you know I kind of measured how far it was from my bedroom to the living room, but yeah. not really. And I was just like, this will work. That. Yeah, and it came in this big bundle. <laughs> it was like wrapped up, and it was like it was huge. Yeah. And now that it doesn't have anything to kind of hold it together, it's just all this loose cord mm-hmm. and it's it's a newer cord so you know ethernet cables are usually those big thick yeah co- uh wires and yeah it's not that it's like a uh it's like almost flat mm, like an old uh phone cord yeah mm-hmm. and and even like imagine that mm-hmm. being all of that yeah so i could i could i understand his concern <laughs> i also don't care i want to be able to play of course and not have to dude i'm telling you I don't need anything else to piss me off, okay? <laughs> okay. And and if my game is lagging because I'm on Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. not hardwired, and there's ten people on the Wi-Fi at the yeah, same I'm, time, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely fucking lose it. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm, my brain's gonna explode. You lose it enough already. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think I need anything else? No. No, I don't need anything. I don't else. think you do. I'm gonna smash things. I'm gonna yell. I'm yeah. Gonna, if I'm gonna throw a grown man tantrum. Yeah. I'm too like big it. to be throwing tantrums, <laughs> and I mean that in a metaphorical sense, mm-hmm. and I mean that in a literal sense. Mm-hmm. I will hurt people. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm too big to be throwing a goddamn tantrum. Hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yep. Don't don't do that. Okay. That was off the record. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. So, yeah. Um, 
anyway, give it a watch. And uh, yeah, well, I'll watch the rest of it. Let me know what you think, and you, t- you guys too, who are listening in, uh, leave a comment. And let us know what you think about. I mean, you know, the prospects. I of, skimmed it of this tech because it looks pretty cool. I think you'll get it. And also, do you guys think you're gonna get a PlayStation or Xbox? Because uh, I mean, I'm I'm definitely leaning towards PlayStation at this point, just based on exclusives alone. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Xbox seems to be uh on that on that wave that PlayStation was on for the PS4 of like gamers first and uh, consumers first, and I like that. So uh, I have an open mind and an open heart. That's all I'm saying. Mind and open heart. But anywho, um. I was going to ask is we both watched the UFC fights talking about UFC mm-hmm. um, last weekend. Um, what do you think about it without the crowds? How do you think that went? Um, Did you enjoy it? So um, I at first. The first thing that you notice, I think, is I I think that you ironically the first thing you notice is that you stop noticing it very Mm. quickly yeah i didn't the only time it really mattered was when something really exciting happened and Mm -hmm. you know that the crowd would have probably exploded at that moment yeah um especially i mean cejudo winning the way that he did i mean dominic cruz being a fan favorite you got to know that you know it would have been a very visceral reaction yeah um Cejudo retiring in ring. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I think he just wants more money. Yeah. He's it's been... Consensus for most people. Well, because the thing is... Um, Sports talk. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, got, I got ideas for, for tags for these. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, we're going to go into some sports talk. So yeah. if you're here for the nerd shit, see ya. Um, Come back, though. But yeah, de- definitely don't leave. Definitely don't leave. Learn. Learn. <laughs> Learn. <laughs> so. It's a slice into your future, talking to your kid. <laughs> Don't learn. leave. Learn. 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 Um, Let the yeah, boy I mean, he, watch. He, he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let the boy watch. He fights in a division, and, I mean, he's... We live in a society where we don't... <laughs> Just, we don't... Or are you talking in sound bites? <laughs> Listen, we, we live in a society... <laughs> And when it comes to MMA and the UFC in particular, casual fans do not give a shit about the smaller weight classes. It's yeah, it's it's sad because there are some incredible martial artists for sure who fight at bantamweight, flyweight. But the fact of the matter, featherweight. The fact of the matter is, if you're not a Conor McGregor or, or uh, a Jose Aldo or a Max Holloway, mm-hmm. you're just not like I don't I don't know why honestly. Maybe it's just because they're too small and people just are like I don't care. I don't know what it is because it's... their fights, in relative terms, their fights are just as exciting, if not more exciting. Yeah, it's a it's a faster fight, but I feel like people are looking for the sluggers. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the big knockout, and a lot of times when it's the the lighter guys. You don't get that all the time. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. So they may be more intense fights and, and faster, like physically faster. Yeah. But um, people are looking for the all-out sluggers, the you know the ones, the guys who are going to just swing for the fences. Heavy, the heavyweights are the king, man. Yeah. Heavyweight is king. I mean, that's why you think it's a mistake that 
if you're the heavyweight champion, you're the, quote, baddest man on the planet. They don't give that distinction to middleweights. No. You know, light heavies. Heavyweights. Those are the only people who are the baddest men on the planet. Yeah. And so, I mean, I get <clears throat> that Cejudo is, in terms of success and accolades, one of the most decorated fighters of all time. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, like, he just, that King of Cringe shit didn't work. No. It didn't work. And no one gives a shit, bro. Mm -hmm. The only ones who give a shit are diehard MMA fans. And the King of Cringe shit didn't work for us. So it, like, it was a Mm lose-lose. The only thing that he could do was bring in the casuals and they don't know or care about him. Because the thing about, (laughs) the only way you're going to be able to pull off something like that is you just have to be dripping in charisma. Well, and explain for people who don't know what his king of cringe. I mean, so it's exactly what you think it is. He leaned into being cringeworthy. He would do things mm-hmm. like because before he was just cringy. People just didn't like him. Right. And then he was like, well, if that's the case, then I'm going to just lean into it. Mm-hmm. And he just started like he'd, he'd, he'd post on Instagram and Twitter, like these really cringy, um, videos, you know, hyping up his fights. Um, he would dress. I, I, the only word that I can use is cringe. Like he just, <laughs> he just would he dress it. cringy and he'd walk around. He just like, but the problem is it, it didn't, it came off as inauthentic. Yeah. It came off like, it a came character. off as, yeah. And, and even if people know that it's a character, which it obviously was, at least if you can pull it off, then people go along for the ride. Right. Like there's people who go along with the Colby stuff. Colby mm-hmm. Covington is another guy who's by all accounts playing a character. A lot yeah. of people who know him personally, they don't think that he's this, you know, MAGA guy, this, you know, he he's just trying to he's just trying to get paid. They're all trying to get paid. They yeah. all see the McGregor blueprint. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, for better or for worse. Dude, we were I was having this conversation with somebody else People who don't like, it's so funny the people who don't like pro wrestling, mm-hmm. but do like MMA. And then it's like, look at your top guys, bro. Right. All of them are stealing from <laughs> They WWE. got their best material from professional wrestling. Yeah. I mean, Conor, even Conor McGregor is like, yeah, I mean, I've been basically doing a Ric Flair impression. That's like, they, yeah, they all, sure. they're all taking from pro wrestling. And then... MMA fans have the nerve to turn around and be like, it's fake, bro. How do you not get that it's fake? The guys that you like, the only reason that they're in the top spot, other than their fighting ability. Right. (laughs) Which is is a factor. But but they have to grab eyes, too. I mean, there's plenty of guys who are incredible martial artists who Mm -hmm. don't get any eyes, and they swim around in the mid card. Yeah. Just fighting and fighting and fighting and never getting a title shot. And yep. it's because no one gives a shit. And Dana White is a businessman. And mm-hmm. he wants to get as many eyes as possible. He's on a the promoter. Product. Yeah. That's what he, matters. That's what he has to do. Mm-hmm. So you book, you know, Colby Covington to fight pe- fight guys who, I mean, he got smashed in his last fight yeah. with uh, uh, Kamaru Usman. Yep. I mean, he literally got his jaw broken. He got yeah. smashed yeah. in his last fight. So that's done now. Now no one gives. It's like, dude, 
you lost and in a bad way. And then you ran out of the octagon. <laughs> right. Like, you lost right. all credibility. So you walking around with your MAGA hat on and you're and no one cares anymore. Keep America great stuff. Like it, it the the bit is fun when you're getting under people's skin and winning. Right, right. I think that would have been a good time for him to turn and show respect and break the character and now become himself where you can have this redemption arc, yeah. you know, we're, been, yeah. we're talking like screenwriting now, obviously. I mean, but, that's what they're doing. Yeah. But you know, if I, I think if it, if he wasn't so obviously hurt, but <laughs> I mean like hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> exactly. That's the theme of this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if, if he wasn't so, um, I guess actually like, upset at his loss i think it would have benefited him to have shown respect and been like you know what the better man won today yeah i'll come back sometime and you know win back some people that he lost along the way and then now we'd be talking about him as this comeback guy possibly mm-hmm. and he'd have a chance but you double down on on being an asshole after you've lost you've lost and nobody cares yeah i mean and again if if you're a guy who <clears throat> You don't have the charisma of a Conor McGregor or a John Jones. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're just not. It's just not going to work. Conor can, and I'm not even like I'm a big fan of Conor, but I'm not like a Conor Homer. I mean, if he loses, he loses, and he's lost in a big way oh, a yeah. couple of times. Yep. Um, so I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like the dude is is flawless, but. You can't tell me that there's anyone better than him on the mic. Like he's just yep. the best in the UFC. There's no one better than him. Most entertaining on the mic. He's he's 100%. the most entertaining. That's yep. it. I'm not even gonna entertain a debate. Like there's just no one better no. than Conor McGregor. No, I think you're foolish if you think there is. Yeah. So he's able to eat a loss and continue forward. Mm-hmm. Mostly because he's so successful. Right. He also had a good comeback win against a uh, journeyman. Like Connor, uh, 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 I'm sorry, Donald Cerrone, and right. that was a good that him beating him so quickly was a good way to come back and be mm-hmm. like, look, all right, I'm still, I'm still in the top tier. I mean, I may have I lost to to Khabib, that's fine, mm-hmm. but I'm still in the top tier. Okay, yeah. like, don't don't put me down here and feed me to fucking Cowboy Cerrone. All respect to Cowboy, of course, I love Cowboy too. Yeah, but don't feed me to these fucking guys because I'll smash this fucking dude. Right, all right? I'm still in the S tier of fighters. Yeah, it proves something. Yeah. So if you can't talk like him, you're going to have a tough way without proving it with your hands. Yeah. You know, somebody like Francis Ngannou, for instance, freak of nature, Mm -hmm. to get back to uh, last Saturday's card. Right. Freak of nature. The one guy that he fought, he called him out. Right. Right on his last fight. Yep. And Ngannou was like, what the fuck is this guy? Now he was way more respectful, <laughs> but he he literally was like, I had to Google him. I didn't know who he was, and yeah. then when I found out who he was, you know, I, was I wasn't like, okay. impressed. <laughs> he said I wasn't impressed by anything I saw, and then and then what and did he proved do? it, dude? He went out and be, uh, he beat him in twenty seconds. Yeah, That's the official it was incredible. Clock. Twenty seconds, he just went at it, smashed him. him, and like there was no technique involved. <laughs> no, it was he went all in with anger. arms flailing, just. Frustra- everything about the heavyweight division that's frustrating. Imagine him. seeing that coming at you, dude. I would shit myself. I would, <laughs> I would have. Shit I'd have myself. a heart attack before he was able to touch me. <laughs> I'd have curled up in a ball and just. It's like seeing a, a train come at you. <laughs> You're dead. Forget it. Arms flailing. 
This mm. guy is a genetic freak. Incredible. So, yeah, he put that dude down yeah. before that guy could even fucking blink. <laughs> Fast. He was down. Yeah. Uh, and then his post-fight, post fight, you know, Joe was like, oh, shit, this guy just beat him. As we're talking, he just went after him. And Anyway, <laughs> um, even Joe was like, did some of that, was some of that your frustration with everything that's going on, with the fact that, like, you are a top two contender and yet you haven't had a title shot. Hold on, I want to see this. <laughs> you can cut it out. You can cut the silence out. I just want to see how he did this. Heel hooked him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, heel hook. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yep. Yep. Boom. Ow, ow, ow. Beautiful. Ow, ow. Beautiful. He just pulled guard and just... That was nice. That was really that was that was high level jujitsu right there. <laughs> Look at him. Still can't. He fucked his shit up, bro. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, even Joe was like, "Was that some of your frustration with the heavyweight division coming out?" And mm-hmm. he was, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, it sucks that uh, he's been on a fucking tear yeah. since since the the weird Derek Lewis fight where they like yeah, didn't touch each other. That was." Since then, what happened? bro, since then, he has smashed every opponent he's faced. I think we were looking it up, and he hasn't spent a fight's worth of time mm-hmm. fighting his last, like, five opponents. Hmm. It hasn't been long enough to be considered a full fight. Wow. They haven't been three rounds. I think he beat one. He, it was, like, 45 seconds. 25 seconds a minute it, it like he just has been running through people hmm. it's not even uh it's like give this guy a fucking title shot it's yeah. over with like let's stop talking let's stop joking around give the guy a title shot so let me <laughs> to circle all the way back around to your original question <laughs> i thought it was weird at first and then i kind of ended up liking it more really yeah i know that's weird but being able to hear post-fight interviews, you, I, I've complained. I don't know if I've complained about this on the show. I, th- I probably have, but I hate the UFC crowd. Mm. I hate. Yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. They they have no appreciation for the fighters. They boo and they 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 show disdain for guy. Like it ju- it drives me crazy that m- it's mostly fat fucking pricks who would never. Step foot in an octagon, no. let alone uh, an MMA gym. Never have been on a mat before. Never I, have done any kind of martial arts. Yeah, I, I forget. I forget who tweeted it, but somebody said, uh, "You know, it's funny how good these post-fight interviews are now without a bunch of drunk assholes." They've been fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Some of the speaking of Francis Ngannou, I mean, mm-hmm. he he is. I mean, he, he he's still learning English, so he, he has trouble with the language. Right. For him to be able to. Uh, articulate himself yeah. to speak slowly and to speak softly. Mm-hmm. You get the full picture of the guy. He's like this, like gentle giant. Yeah. You know, like he very soft. Please don't make me do very, this. Yeah, like yeah, that's what. It, that's how it <laughs> felt. Like he, it's like he didn't even want to do what he did to that guy. It was just like he had to. You know, it was like a like yeah. a reluctant assassin. Like right. he had to do it. And uh, you know, and and when <clears throat> when Dominic Cruz, he didn't like the outcome of his fight. And he was able to 
articulate that, not yell over a crowd and, oh, I'll see you guys next time. And blah, 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 blah. He, had yeah. to, he was able to sit there and just be like, you know, I, I told the ref, hey, man, let it go. Um, you know, if it if it looks like it's gonna if it's getting bad, like let me get knocked out. This is right. a championship. Blah 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 blah. Right? He yeah. was able to s- calmly explain to Joe why he was frustrated with the stoppage, yeah. and every, all of them got to speak their minds. Mm-hmm. I love I loved that. Yeah. And I I I just wish that UFC crowds were more respectful of the guys who go out there and oh, literally no. put their lives on the line. They don't give a shit. They're, no. they're entitled because they bought a ticket. Right. That's all that matters. And and so, drunk and, and drunk. Think they know what they're talking about. And, and it's a violent sport. Right. So everybody's just lots of testosterone. Yeah. Everybody knows, thinks they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Wearing Ed Hardy jeans and <laughs> you know Ed Hardy jeans, not the Ed Hardy shirt. They wear a black shirt, but Ed Hardy jeans. Of course, of course. So yeah, I I honestly I I liked it more. I, I ended up liking it more. I liked it less. <clears throat> Explain. Uh, because explain yourself. <laughs> well, for me, it was kind of like watching a um, it was watching a, like like watching a live performance without an audience. Yeah. Like you don't need a, a a laugh track for this stuff, obviously. But there's some I I get excited when I hear a crowd getting excited. You know, mm-hmm. and um. <laughs> You know, I, I know what to look for. I've watched fights long enough to know what's good technique and, you know, like what to get excited for for myself. But it's just there's something to that energy that I feel is lacking in these. And, you know, I there was a part there's a point in time when I was watching it. And I'm like, could they just like play music in the background or something <laughs> like like I just I'd like something there as opposed to just like even even just uh, when they're, you know, in their corners. Yeah. Like play some music for a second like a, a, a basketball game you know but you know just complete silence for something about it just feels a little dead to me i think that's your own hang-up man maybe I think, I think sitting in the silence is like can somebody like do something can somebody I can't, do I can't, something I can't, I can't, I can't give me some this. entertainment please something <laughs> something uh it's no, so quiet I liked, I liked hearing i liked hearing the coaches i like hearing I did, what I, they were telling them i i will say i i did like I, I like this is gonna sound fucked up. I liked hearing the sounds of the fists connecting, yeah. and like it, it sounds way more brutal. So you kind of get more yeah. of a an understanding of like what's actually happening here. Yeah, man. You know, like it gives you more of a respect and more of a perspective of how violent and how how tough these guys have to be, right? Uh, to to step foot in the ring to, to just continue to endure. Whap, whap, whap. Yeah, you're just like Jesus Christ. He's like chopping a tree yeah. down. It just sounds like they're punching meat. Yeah, at a certain point, and you're like, stop, <laughs> please. Just stop, please stop. He has to have broken ribs at this point. I mean, yeah. uh, Tony, he had a broken orbital bone. I don't know if you saw that. I I didn't see that, but I not surprised. This shit was all smashed up. Mm. Uh, fair play to fucking Tony Ferguson, man. Went yeah. out on his shield like a true. Oh champion. my god, yeah. Justin Gagey, dude. When I tell you, like, what a show! I I I know Justin Gagey as most Personally? fans. <laughs> I mean, we've hung out. He's been on the podcast. You weren't there, okay? And I I know him as a brawler. You know, a guy who goes out. He, another guy who will go out on his shield. And for him to show the restraint that he showed, the technique that he showed, the accuracy, the precision, the efficiency of his punches. Yeah. I was I, I I was telling Eddie as soon as the fight was over. I was like, dude. That was a master class performance. Yeah. I, and I said this before people were tweeting it. Okay? <laughs> you should have tweeted it first. I should have. As yeah. soon as I had the thought, I should have yep. tweeted it. No, it was a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It was 
it reminded me of when it reminded me of the second Stipe DC fight where in the third or fourth round he realized that DC wasn't um he wasn't defending his body mm-hmm. and he starts doing those body shots yep. and, and you if you're watching closely you see him do it the first time and you're like he's not defending right. that Uh-oh. and that's a clean shot and yeah. then he does it again and you're like dude if he continues to do that he's going to win <laughs> you this see fight. the life bar co- keep going down <laughs> exactly more and, more. and he just keeps doing it keeps doing it and you're like this is mid mid fight mm-hmm. decision change right strategy change that's this is master master class shit right here. This mm. is martial arts at the highest level it can be at, and that's what I saw when I watched that Gagey when I watched Gagey's performance. It was martial arts at the highest level. Yeah. So I am so fucking geeked for him and Habib. I yeah. can't. Oh man. It's gonna be good. Oh, buddy. It's gonna be good. Oof. Oof. Also, apparently, uh, talking about Habib, some bad news about his dad. I yeah, his pops died, right? I, or is he just sick? I or? think he's like in a coma or something. That's too bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I you know thoughts not, and prayers. <clears throat> not a big fan of of Khabib. Just you know, I think I've I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I think his whole humble warrior thing is all an act. I think he's a fucking asshole. Probably. But <laughs> probably. But but that has nothing to do with his pops. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope you know. If there is a chance for him to recover, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. Yep. You know, ha- my personal feelings about the fucking guy. I don't. I don't have personal feelings about <laughs> right. Khabib. I don't even know him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was all based on you know fights. Yeah. And and how you know the character that he plays on TV. Right. When it comes to real shit, it's like yeah, that that's awful. I feel I feel for him. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Uh. I don't know. I mean, it it it's it's interesting to see how the UFC is handling sports because or or handling their comeback because it's a precursor to how sports are going to Yeah, and that's that's something that we talked about a few episodes ago. Um It's already happening now. You're seeing yeah. MLB, MLB has a strategy in place mm-hmm. to come back. Um they I don't know if you saw this, but they they're talking to a, the 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 basically the S tier guys in the nba mm-hmm. they all got on a conference call and basically decided like however we can come back safely right let's let's try, try to finish out, yeah. the season and have a playoffs and everything yeah. this season we don't yeah. want to let this one be a wash right that's, so <clears throat> yeah i mean it's it's understandable and you know i think something that the fans obviously want uh you know as as much as i you know am not as big of a fan of not having crowds, uh, I'd still prefer having sports <laughs> to the alternative, you know, like, I, I, you know what, man, I kind of, I kind of want to see what an NBA game would be like without crowds. Yeah. I want to hear the shit talking. I want to hear the, the coaching. I want to hear the, the plays being called mid game. Mm-hmm. I want to hear the box out, box out, mm-hmm. pick, pick, pick. I, I want to hear that <laughs> shit. I, 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 it, it, it just sounds like practice mode and on 2k. Basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just sneakers. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear that shit, dude. I want. I want. I'm. I am curious as to what what we could glean from that because yeah. if anything, you know, we're we're still we're still watching the Jordan doc, right? Yeah, we got um, just one more Sunday for yeah. that. So it was episode seven and eight last week. Yeah, right. And you know, all of this is giving you more insight into. And, and I mean, we could do another podcast about seven and eight. Oh, incredible! Uh, I think the best episodes yet. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. They're really saving the best for last. Yeah. Um, 
but it, it's interesting to kind of see a lot of that behind the scenes stuff. I, I think, you know, you, you, you just gain more of an appreciation for people when you can kind of understand, you know, everything that goes into what they're doing. Yeah. You know, like, like in the UFC, for instance, like understanding that the coaches aren't just guys going, Hey man, he hit you. You need to hit him back harder. Yeah. Understanding that they're like, some of these guys are geniuses, Mm -hmm. not just tacticians. I mean, yeah, these are, these are war strategists. Yeah. They know exactly what changes need to be made mid fight. And if you listen to them, you could literally go out there and win a fight Mm -hmm. and being able to hear them explain those things and like true understand that. I think it gives you more appreciation for that stuff. You know? And I think same thing for like, if we're able to hear, imagine if we're able to hear the huddle of like, you know, uh, 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 a Greg Popovich mm-hmm. coaching. Yeah. Like the things that he's actually saying, not the shit that they want us to hear. Like, all right, next play, you're going to rebound. It's like, of course they cut that so that that's the only thing that we hear. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm at least morbidly curious as to see what, uh, what that could look like. What that was like. Yeah. 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 Be so, interesting. Before we get out of here, let's let's crack open that last one okay. and review this. Rate one. this guy. Let's rate this guy first. Uh, this is the Boagins Bo Nine Citrus Pale Ale, ranking in at a six point five percent ABV and forty one ABU. <clears throat> What'd you think? Hmm? I like that one. <coughs> All right, thank you. <coughs> Uh, I'm gonna go three and a half on that one too. Okay, I thought it was really solid. Definitely more in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Flavorful, higher ABV, well balanced. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go three and a half. I'm gonna have to crank it up a little bit. I'm gonna give it a, a four. Yeah, I thought I thought about four. I really, really yeah. wanted to. I'm gonna give it a four just because, and it, it may just be in comparison to the last two, but. Mm. Uh, the, the the citrus really jumped out to me, and I like that a lot. Along with the bitterness of the IPA, that's always a good peanut butter and jelly mixture for me. Of course. Um. So yeah, right. At my wheel wheelhouse, and uh, I like it. I like it a lot. A lot of wheelhouses. Lots of wheelhouses. Wheelhouse, millhouse. Oh, all right. The final big yeah, boy. Let's see how we're gonna end this. Big boy. Oh, we are working with last. Excuse me. Mast. Mast land. Mast. Mast. Mast Landing Brewing Co. <laughs> From Amsterdam? No, it's maybe that's the Amsterdam is the name of it. Dry Hopped Amber Ale. Uh, last. God damn it. Come on. Mast Landing. I keep saying last manding. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, 5% ABV, one point. Uh, it's a dry hopped amber ale, as I said. Um, very, uh, interesting art. It's black and white photography of pigeons, man. Very cool. Yeah, seems pretty nifty. Uh, this guy's from Maine. All right, crack it open. Mm. Let's get into that oh. bitch. Oh, Yeah, I guess you did have to put your mouth all over it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I only thought about that after. <laughs> well, whatever. Your Corona's my Corona. My Corona. 
I'd be genuinely sad if if you got sick because of me. So, sorry, sorry to put you at risk. <laughs> yeah, I'd be genuinely sad too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheers to that. Nah, you've been you've been fucking stuck in here. Yeah, I've been all over you anyway. So yeah. If anything, it'd be my fault. True. I've been around more people. Ooh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> Dude, this is immediately the best one. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, Spoiler alert. This is the best one. That's really good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. That's the best one. That's the best one. That's the best, baby. That's the best. What else we got? Fucking um, not much else, man. I mean, I know that there's a lot going on, but I've been, I've just been. Zoned out. Of, yeah. Just in my own world. I get that. You know, just trying to get a handle on things, get everything figured out, you know? Yeah. So I've been laying off of uh, social media a little bit more. That's good. That's something I haven't been doing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you you, you can only, you can go one of two ways of it. You can like bury yourself in it because Uh it distracts you from everything else. Uh Or what you're trying to distract yourself from consumes you so much that like (laughs) that's the only thing you what what you consume ends up consuming you right yeah i've definitely been on the other side of that spectrum so i think we're i think we're on excuse me i think we're on both sides of it or or on either sides of it i should say and yeah it's just like i think i mean i i think i talked about it last week but like you know more and more it's it's becoming so hit or miss with the content like i'll go on there and something will make me cry from laughing so hard (laughs) And then I'll scroll, 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 and then it makes me something will make me so angry. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I <laughs> this is too much. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't, I can't get a handle on these things right yeah. now. Yeah, it's, it, it's like, like I'm a, not in, a, I'm not in the right headspace to like get a handle on this. Emotional shit. whiplash. Yeah. Is, is what Twitter is. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I get that. Uh, something I've, I've realized is that I, uh, when I get depressed or if I get like just in a bad way. I, I tend to try to consume things in order to distract myself. Right. Yeah. Um, but I've realized over time, and this is, you know, just been a, a pretty recent discovery of mine is that when I do that, I end up just destroying the things that I love, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, it, it, it's true because like what will happen is like inevitably I'll be really depressed about something yeah, or just, you know, general ennui and just not feeling well about, everything and then of course i'll dive into like a movie or a video game play call of duty for a couple hours and just try to like forget about stuff yeah but what happens is nowadays i i've gotten into such a way that i'll be playing something or watching something and i'll have this thought midway through it and i'll just be like i'm not having fun (laughs) this isn't fun i'm this isn't doing it for me yeah like this isn't working anymore and I'm just doing it because it's something to do. It's not because I'm having a good time doing it. It's, it's just literally to fill a void yeah. and not address the real issues I'm having right now. Yeah. And that makes me not enjoy the thing anymore. And I'm like, this, this is not effective. This is only making things worse. Yeah. You know? So I, I think if anybody out there is struggling with that, like, you got to deal with your issue. You know, it, it, it's not it's not a healthy coping me- mechanism to just try to distract yourself the entire time. It is good, I think, 
I'm not a professional here, but I think it's good to escape from things from time to time and have a break and not always be constantly overthinking about everything. You'll drive yourself insane. But, you know, you can only distract yourself for so long until those things end up not working anymore and you end up hating those things too. Have you been able to get on a uh, writing schedule? No. No. Okay. Sorry, I brought it up. I have. Well, <laughs> no, I you know, I, I, I haven't been on a schedule, but I have written just uh kind of like the word vomit that we've been talking about was just yeah. getting ideas on paper and that's been good <clears throat> what would you what would you like to be able to write what 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 conceptually are uh, uh, you, you know, want to work on i've been thinking about it a lot recently obviously it's kind of all i've had time to do no i've had time to do everything <laughs> that's all i've been able to do right okay yeah is what i meant that's to an say important distinction right um but uh, actually, what what's what's interested me recently more than anything has been songwriting. I'd really like to write a song. All right, and I think that's because it is. Um, I mean, it can be highly conceptual, but it's also something along the lines of, it can be kind of stream of consciousness, mm-hmm. and it, it it can be more of a, more of like a, a an emotional event as opposed to something more. Uh, high concept that I have to think about plot and character and all these things that are more technical. Yeah. Obviously, you know, songwriting is technical too, obviously, but you know, just more, it, I think it's more of an entryway for me to like, at least get down thoughts in, in more of a poetic way. Yeah. And more of a musical way that I don't have to necessarily fill in all the blanks and I can kind of leave room for interpretation and just uh, express myself and get down creativity in a way that doesn't have to be explained all the way. It's, it's, I mean, it's on the only thing that's actually therapeutic for me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I would say definitely try. I I already I've I've uh, begun writing down ideas just for uh, random lyrics that I have, I, have I, come I'll, into my head. I'll tell you this, it's gonna suck. Yeah. The song's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I I don't mean that. That has no reflection on your ability as a songwriter or. Or anything. Well, I'm, I'm trying. Song, to, I'm, the song's gonna suck. I'm trying to skateboard for the first time, you know, like <laughs> right, exactly. Of course, I'm gonna fall on my ass. Yeah, but I think even if I mean, and 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 I think you're, I think you're a really good writer. Thank uh, you. When I when I you know I read your stuff and it's I mean it's it's clear and concise. It has a personality to it, and, and maybe I'm a little biased because I know your personality, but yep. I hear you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a, it's not just words on a paper. Yeah, you know, you 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 inject personality to it and uh, there's a thought behind it always been my objective since i read anthony bourdain so i think yeah. i think it comes across in your writing so i do Thank i you. think that i think that you know as far as getting your feelings across i think that that's gonna i think that's gonna come to you um it's just it's everything else that's gonna fucking suck <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. it's just like you you know it it, it it just takes so much time to get into a literal and figurative rhythm of yeah. writing actual melodies and things like that yeah of course but i i i mean i highly i'm on i'm on board with this idea okay for sure you should definitely um take a swing at that yeah i'm thinking that and then in order to just because i know it's going to be more of a longer drawn out process because (coughs) obviously there's so much to think about within that realm um in order to uh, because one of the main itches i want to scratch is like to finish something from beginning to end Mm. And I think in order to do that, something that I can get done a bit more quickly and more realistically 
uh, in a, a more quick turnaround is uh, maybe like a blog, maybe a review for something. Yeah. Uh, something I can just wrap my head around and knock out in a day or two. And just to feel like I've done something and that I can share with people. Yeah. You know? So I think that'll give me a bit more confidence that I can use in other more creative outlets. All right. So that's what I'd like to do. <clears throat> um, I was also thinking too, uh, and this may be a, a, a little uh, ignition for this. Um, I've been thinking like I'm not much of a self-starter. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. Um, I, I don't like being told what to do, but I like having an assignment. I yeah. like somebody saying, get this done in whatever way you can. Yeah. And me taking that on and doing it in mm. my own way. I like, I like being assigned things. I like somebody holding me accountable for stuff. Uh, it's just hard for me to do that to myself. Mm. So I was thinking about starting either on Twitter or Instagram or something and asking people to give me writing prompts mm. and I'll pick one maybe once a week and I'll get it done by the end of that week, whatever it is. Uh, that's a really good idea. Bar none, you know, like, can be as crazy as you want it to be. Yeah. And I just write whatever comes within that time. Yeah. So that's a, it's a really good idea. All right. Well, I'll yeah. do it. Check nice. out the uh, Obesius everywhere. <laughs> At Obesius everywhere. At Obesius. And I'll uh, try to get that going. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. let's uh, let's review these. Got it. Well, so, you've uh, been reviewing first this episode, so. Please, sir. Mm. I'm giving this a four and a half. Nice. This is uh, <clears throat> easily the best one that we've had out of the four so far. Name it again since I can't read it, apparently. The Mast Landing there it Brewing is. Company, Amsterdam. It's the Dry Hopped Amber Ale. And it's, I mean, it's just flat out good. Yeah. It's just flat out better than <clears throat> everything that we've had so far. It's a uh, 5%, so it's not even like, you know, it's not as if the ABV is so much higher and that's what, like, gives it, you know. It's distinct flavor. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, I think it's just, <laughs> it's just, you know, no knock to the rest of these beers, but I think it's 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 made better. Yeah. Um, more balance. Uh, very, very drinkable. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's far and away the best one that we've had. Four and a half. I too will give it a four and a half, and uh, for very similar reasons. I I um, I felt like this is completely up your alley. It yeah. tastes like a brown ale to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, malty but not overly sweet, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. It's it's very drinkable. The five percent makes it very drinkable. So, I mean, I could have a six pack of these babies. Yep, they are very good, very very good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with a four and a half as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, no knock to any of these guys. We appreciate you guys doing it, especially for American Craft Brew Week. Of course. Um, you know, if you can buy local. <clears throat> yeah, I think. I mean, that's you know, I think that's 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 gonna be the that's our new slogan, basically. Mm-hmm. If you can buy local, please do, because these guys are you know, it's it's hitting the local breweries really hard. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously they make a lot of money from people drinking on the premises mm-hmm. which isn't possible right now in florida so you know ugh. and then you know when everything goes back to normal continue to do so because these of course these, a lot of these like these breweries i mean they thrive on community you know mm-hmm. like uh, bud light 
Anheuser Busch, you know, and 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 the big craft beer companies, right? They're gonna make money despite themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we won't get some of those beers for the podcast. We have multiple times, yeah. many a time, but um, you don't get to the triple digits just doing red light. <laughs> exactly, red light. exactly. But you know, we we try our best to uh, stay as local as possible. It was a CD behind you. Um, we try our best to stay as local as possible because we do appreciate all of our local breweries and want to see them continue. And it's not going to happen if we don't keep buying from them. Right. So do what you can when exactly. you can, where you can safely. That's really it. Just do what you can. Right. Yeah. I think we got it. I think we got it. Well, if Obi says we got it, then we got it. This has been the one Baron podcast. <laughs> For myself, Marco Dupo, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Happy American Craft Brew Week. Uh, like, share, and subscribe wherever podcasts are sold and listen to. Um, drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you.